Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Ladies, gents, non-binds, <laughs> theys, thems, y'alls. <laughs> I have a cold. Guess who's that laugh is? Who's laughing? I'm here in the stude with none other than my good friend. And close confidant. <laughs> wow, you're good at those. Natasha Legero! Thank you. Does this feel like doing morning radio? It's a, it's much better than that. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. I'll take that. Thanks, Telsey. It's great to be here. I'll try to forget that yesterday you asked my husband and he said no. Well, he and does have you, a book. You had a full 24 hours to ask a bunch of people, but I'm glad to step in. I didn't ask anyone else. Really? No, to okay. be fair. And also, it, it really isn't as status oriented as you might be thinking. <laughs> Doors open. Um, I only had to beg you to bring this podcast back for about two years. And now look where it got you. Now I'm here. Into the coveted studio. <laughs> here, my the first actual friend that I've had on the podcast. That's rude. <laughs> Natasha, notorious as of late for... <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> Taking her shirt off at the improv. Oh man, I thought you were going to start talking about my book. <laughs> <laughs> what a book though. Actually, this book. <laughs> let's talk about it. <laughs> the world deserves my children. This is actually great for the topic of the show today, which honestly, I was laughing in the shower one second ago when I was in the shower and late. I was thinking, you know, no matter what topic we decide, it always veers off in a different direction. Mm. But we were talking about doing life hacks and household solutions 
Also, maybe a little parenting will sneak its way in. You never know. I get I get so anxious of certain areas. Like you and me giving parenting advice. I'm like, don't undersell us. We have a lot more to say, you know? You feel like that's beneath us. Kind of, a little bit. But there's so much labor involved that I'm sure everyone's struggling. <laughs> like today I was I realized what I'm doing this week is just watering the dishes. Yeah. Like I have them all and I just keep every day coming to like tend to them to you water more to. stuff off. You got to. But you I got... don't want to do them. Yeah. But you do have to water the dishes if the congeal has already set in. Exactly. So I put a little hot water, a little more of that soap, and maybe one day my husband will put them because I like to do everything around the dishes because I know he can load the dishwasher, but like no one else can clean the surfaces or pick up all the kids crap, you right. know? See, this is what I'm scared of. Just it was boring. Kind of I'm banter. sorry. <laughs> okay. So anyway, we're going to talk about life Don't hacks. Don't scared. I was thinking about something about toilets, a hack that I have, but it's so gross that the whole time you were talking, I was like, is that too gross to share? And then I decided, yeah. Oops, I lost my coaster. So this is one of our first hacks is out of the bag. It's <laughs> we're using paper for coasters. Okay. So. Basically, life hacks are like, you know, I feel like that is a genre of the internet. And the thing is, a lot of times I see a video with the life hack. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then I still never do it. Like there's one with putting your necklace on or a bracelet where you put it through a safety pin to hold the one side hmm. or something. But see, that's what happens. I kind of forget the hack. And then it's like, where do you go to find it again? And then I used to follow this account that was called Life Hacks. And then it just started being like ads for plastic items all the time. And I was just like. I feel like life hacks are kind of for like men who need to make everything fun. Mm -hmm. Like Moshe's always into life hacks, but they are like more complicated. Like he can't just like cut a piece of fruit. He's like, I got to find this video of how to cut the melon. And then he tries it and it's dangerous and it doesn't really work. But he's like all into it yeah. because it makes it thrilling for him. Men do love newfangled items. Mm. I think they, you know, progress. That's what they're known for, right? So far, all this has to go on the cutting room floor. What, Chelsea? We can use Don't cut a new anything. start. We'll keep your intro and we'll cut everything else. That makes me feel bad that you think that we need to cut everything. No, it's more about, it's more reflective of my own self-hate. Also, I'm trying to get a Pulitzer for <laughs> opening up the DDT at Catalina Island topic. We're trying to get some scientists to weigh in. They're, they're not receptive but what's the ddt it's like a deadly chemical that's buried in barrels all around catalina island that would be cool if you could um make a difference okay here we go wow good afternoon <laughs> we're looking for life hacks household tips and whatever weird shift of topic that you bring into the table. Cool, cool. Household tips? Got any? Oh man, water your plants. Um, don't don't let them die. I hung up. <laughs> Chelsea. 
Hello and good afternoon to you. We're looking for household tips, life hacks. How do you get through the day? How do you maintain your household? Is there a secret to surviving adulthood? How do you create order out of chaos? Mm -hmm. How do I create order out of chaos? Oh my God, I feel like my life is just chaos all the time. Yeah. Um, Natasha's here. Wait. Natasha Legero. Like, hi. Hi. Oh, so nice to uh, meet you. So nice to finally make it to the uh, to the to the, the calls. I feel like I've tried so many times, and I don't know. I I haven't been lucky so far. Uh, okay, chaos. What type of chaos are we talking about? Like household chaos, life chaos. I think she's chaos, more talking about like laundry everywhere. Chaos. Honestly, I'm writing a like, caption what? right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm writing a caption for Instagram. Did you know t Natasha took her shirt off at the improv? <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Uh, congrats. It's Thank you. It was, <laughs> it was actually really easy. <laughs> it was so easy. <laughs> this girl who has a podcast, she came up to me afterwards and she was like, I, that's so cool you did that. I do it every every live showing of our podcast. And I was like, cool, yeah. You, she takes easy. her shirt off yeah, every live showing. Said. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who was that? You're the only woman who's ever taken her shirt off. No, I think Tig took her shirt off. It was, you know, Burt Kreischer, he takes his shirt off every single show. And so it was my second time having to follow him that night. And I thought it would be funny. <laughs> Didn't think through the Two-show night, a two-show night at the improv. Huh? Well, you know, if I'm going to... Hire a babysitter, make the trek out there. Why not do two shows? Wow. Ambitious. <laughs> How did it feel after? I'm curious. Like, um, was it like exhilarating? Was it like... Wow. Are you a journalist? Did you, did you... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm curious. I mean, I've never tried it. I mean, like, I don't know. <laughs> well, listen, I have... Hear how it felt. I have small boobs, but I know that they're you know, pretty nice. Like they didn't... would you, so you wouldn't have done the bit if it, your boobs were hell ugly. No, no. Interesting. And that like that kind of scales down your bravery. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will tell you, I, I, I purposefully did it also because when I had the idea in between the shows, I looked down at my outfit and I was like, okay, I'm wearing overalls. This is going to cover if I if I take down the top part, you still won't see my periomenopause patch that I was wearing. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, it's just my tits, not my stomach. Right. You know, I, I knew it. Would and look listen, good. I actually refrained from commenting like personally to you. Like I, I wanted to almost be like your tits look great. But then I was like, you know what? That is beside the point. That is like missing the message because I, tr I truly was actually moved to tears by <laughs> you doing that. I really was. I really was what? because comedy clubs are such male spaces and they really, yeah. really are. And I know that sounds like an annoying, like what, I don't know what generation to reference. I'm really trying to memorize my generations because I know how important it is to classify people nowadays, but it really is. And it's like, I just feel like, you know, for me, like all the, when I was starting stand up and all these guys were like, you got to do eight shows a night and blah, blah, blah. It's like, would you do it if it was the lineup was all women and you, would you be so amped to go do these mm -hmm. shows every night or whatever? Anyway. Well, also when I did that, the improv called me the next day and they were like, if you have video of that, you can't post it. And I said, said okay, daddy. <laughs> I was like, why? And they're like, we could get our liquor license taken away. 
and you can't ever do that again. And I said, well, Bert does it every night. Right. And they were just like silent. <laughs> and then when it got. Oh, that reminds me of something. Posted, I reposted it. Silence is I mean, they're they're probably right, right? Like, isn't that the whole free the nipple movement? It's like it's a feminist talking tit, point. Tits which are I... illegal, right? And that's the weird thing too on Instagram. Like, if you were to post a classy nude selfie, wouldn't they ban it? But then there's like porn people on there. Is that is there something like that? I don't know. I people mean, people are gonna be like classy. What's classy? <laughs> you don't think porn people are classy? I take it back. <laughs> um. Yeah. Did it feel exhilarating? Not really. I was actually kind of regretting it because as soon as I went on stage, I saw like, oh, my God, there's just all these schlubs in the front row. And then they Ugh. immediately everyone pulled out their cameras. And I was oh, like, oh, God, what did I do? Yeah, that's the dark side of, <laughs> of the right, bit. I, I hadn't really thought of that part. Dark side of the poon. Yeah. But, you know, it was fun. It was it was cool. What if you saw someone that you recognized out there that you were like in a fight with? That that would be the worst. Like some some mom that you had an argument with at school and you look out and see her. Yeah. I uh that would have sucked. But. Isn't it weird too that like now you're a representative of your family? Like if you were in your 20s and you did that bit, like at least like, you know, now I'm no. shaming you. No, because it happened to me. The very next day, I went to volunteer at my kid's school, and they didn't let me in the classroom. They're like, not they, you, miss. They had me They had me go cut paper in the paper cutting room. Yeah, they like, made there was, you wear a little mask and a hat. And-, <laughs> and then there were all these, like, young TAs coming in, and I was like, there's no way none of them, like, saw this TMZ They're cutting article. paper furiously beside you? <laughs> but, you know, I... It, it, Whatever. They made me. I don't think that's why they made me do it. But I yeah, I definitely don't want my daughter to hear that, I guess. I think it's cool for your daughter. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Probably better when she's older, but whatever. You could explain it. Right. I mean, this is the thing. You can just go, isn't it dumb that men's chests are considered non-sexual and women's are considered sexual isn't that stupid well i don't think she knows what sexual means she should no i'm just kidding no this is the thing where i like a lot of stuff with kids like i'm just like uh, i i like kind of time out really quickly where i'm like oh like you know like they ask where how babies are made it's like well i mean i the answer that i gave to my son i go well you know how animals mate and then they have kids well humans mate and they have kids and oh, he, that's smart. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, cool. Like See, he didn't ask any further questions because he doesn't know enough to ask further questions. No, my daughter legitimately thinks that you make babies at a in a lab in Culver City because like <laughs> she knows that like I froze my eggs and right. then we unfroze them. Like so she thinks like eggs right. come together and hatch or I don't know what. But definitely she doesn't know about the penis. Yeah. Going like, into I mean, the I have a friend who like showed her kids like birth video to some kids and I was kind of like oh yeah I guess like why not you know I mean we're gonna have to tell them at some point so this is what I'm learning is the downside (laughs) of podcasting with a friend it just goes intimate fast okay right no because like I am constantly trying to figure out the dance of how to be conspiratorial. Mm. Oh, wait, I have to hang up on this caller. This is too much. <laughs> this is oh, no, like... No. It's all right. Uh, this, has been, this has been really fun. Okay, great. <laughs> Bye. I wait, mean... Do you... Oh, God. Hello? 
This is Chelsea and Natasha. Yeah. Hey. Hey, um, I've been the biggest fan of both of you for like over a decade. Oh, keep that down to five years. Just kidding. <laughs> okay, fair, You're like, fair. for over three decades. Post-COVID. No, we're, we're really, our whole friendship is taking on some ab-fab overtures. And guess what? I I'm here that. for it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Patty? Um, Patsy. Oh, yeah. I think that I would be the more You'd like, be the blonde, one. the pretty one. No. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The enabler, <laughs> like trying to convince you to like <laughs> have a drink or smoke a cigarette. I like watching yeah. Natasha dance around the pretty one. Like she's like, um, the one who <laughs> likes to eat crackers. They're both the same. <laughs> Actually, the blonde one's older. She's hot though. She's That's like, true. yeah. But anyway, sir, can I call you, sir? Yeah, please. What are you calling for? Do you, do you have a life hack of any kind? Uh, you know, I'm really calling because my husband got on like weeks ago and I had been trying for hours to really? get on. He literally got through his first time. So um, what did we do? I have a, do you remember what we what talked about? Talk? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was with Tim Heidecker and you were talking about a pizza with butternut squash on it for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm sorry that we went so intimate, Chelsea. I know. I, I see. This is the bar, <laughs> Natasha. Um, yeah, I'm so proud of the work that we do here on the podcast. Butternut squash pizza revelatory. Okay. Yeah. So where are you based? Upstate New York. Uh, do you know the Catskills? I do. Gorgeous. That's where I first fell in love with nature. Really? Really? Well, I just thought it was like it's, so craggy and beautiful. And I had craggy. It is beautiful. It's Midwest. like a mix of beauty and, you know, decrepit stuff. Right. Um, have you ever been to Fleischmann's? Of course. Yeah. It's um <laughs> I it's Chelsea's acting like she's taking intense notes, but she's just drawing hearts, like kind of like in sixth grade when you did that. I can't it's like a compulsive thing that I can't stop doing. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Um, It is Fleischmann's, right? Yeah, like I went there. Yeah, Fleischmann's is really tiny. Yeah, and it's like they had an auction and I had never been done that before, but it would be like, you would actually love this. So, like, I remember we bought, like, a little wooden stool. And cute. it was super cute. 
like um and then they would have like boxes of random things that you could bid on and i love it, that it's like an antique place i don't know what it was it's some kind of auction house or something did you know what was in the boxes or was it no a mystery? so it's kind of like a mystery box of i guess like different i can't remember if there was a category even it was just like a box of random shit and you could bid on it but let me tell you if you've never been to an auction i've never been since either but it was just really <laughs> exhilarating and like especially when it was low stakes like not like it's not like we're like a box Christie's. of garbage yeah a box of garbage yes hair 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 i got 25 on it you know it's like so i don't bop. i highly recommend it okay all right. Are you and your I husband? Actually, oh, I, yeah. I'm sorry. What were you saying? Well, I don't want to cut you Chelsea's off. Chelsea's so intimidating. I know. <laughs> no, she's not. It's just the, the crosstalk is a, a popular com uh, it's hard. topic on this. I know. I just, um, I read a review of my podcast that says I talk over people a lot and that it's annoying. And so now I'm like, I do do that. I think it's familial. Like my upbringing is Of like, course. Yeah. So it's hard. I'm trying not to. Well, it's just also the nature of phone, the phones. Yeah. You know. And communication in general. Absolutely. Natasha, I was literally just on the treadmill watching Endless Honeymoon on YouTube. Oh, you watch it on YouTube? That's good to know. Yeah, I do. Because, uh, like, I, I can't listen to music on the treadmill. I need to be, like, visually looking at something to not look at the number of the distance. So. Isn't it kind of boring, though, watching a podcast? Like, there's no special stuff that's happening. Honestly, it makes the time go really quick. Okay, good to Which know. is my, my main concern. Were my dogs in it? Uh, no, not this one. It was the Guy Branham episode a few weeks ago. Okay, I love him. Um... Maybe uh, one thing you could do to become smarter while you're on the treadmill is just look at a slideshow of like art and it says the artist's name. They should make that for workouts. I, oh yeah. I, I Enrichment. Have a, in, I used to love art history. That would be really good. Yeah. Like, so you're on the treadmill and it's just, okay, it says like Van Gogh and then it just brings up like, like a hundred Van Goghs. You're like, okay, I get the sense of what his style. And then a slide comes mm -hmm. up and it's like known for da, 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 da. And then it brings up another artist. and da, 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 da. Or actually, I mean, also just even history. Like imagine learning history that way. Yeah, I think you should delete this from the podcast and actually do that. I just think I should delete this whole podcast. <laughs> delete this podcast in this entire So far, I do you always no, say that, Chelsea? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I mean, the Tim Heidecker one, I very much was like, this is a mess. And, and then I listened. I was like, this is my favorite episode. So don't trust the voices <laughs> in my head. Okay. Um, but this well, one is bad. I do think that no. IQs are dropping, and uh, I don't think people would be into enrichment in that sort of um, it, sense. Listen, it would be a cottage a industry. It'd be yeah, it'd be a cottage industry to begin with because who really wants to get smarter while they're while they're working out? Very few people. I do. Yeah. I'd I feel like it. you could definitely market it to like Silicon Valley bros. Oh man, this is a definite bad idea. <laughs> 
I don't want to be a part of this business. Um, wait, so you're married. How long have you been married? Oh, gosh. Uh, eight years, nine years this year. Okay, well, so. Eight years currently. Oh, first of all, hold on. Congrats. That's a long time. Major congrats. Yeah. Second of all, ask him how he keeps his house. This this is what I'm getting to. You're right on the money. I'm going to ask, how do you and your husband divide up household work, household chores? Well, the beauty of a gay relationship is it's very egalitarian, Mm -hmm. really, for the most part. Well, they're not all. Um, and do you do you what? do you think both of you are kind of aesthetic in nature? Because I'm realizing that's one of my main issues is my surroundings are so important to me and my husband. Mm-hmm. Look, he... leading question, Your Honor. <laughs> She's like, do you think you're both aesthetic in nature? <laughs> you and your husband. I'm more aesthetic. I'm definitely more aesthetic, but he appreciates the aesthetic, and he is probably the better cleaner, so it, it meshes well. Okay, so there is some division of labor. Yeah, like, you know, he takes out the trash. And you hang paintings. He does the cat litter. I do kind of the things I want to do. Do you know that I went to a trainer in New York, courtesy of Yamanika Saunders, comedian Mm -hmm. extraordinaire, and she trained her cat to shit in the toilet and piss in the toilet. And she showed me a video. I could not believe it. I'm also kind of like... I don't know. Do, do to, I want my ugh. cat sharing a toilet with me? I'd need a separate <laughs> no. bathroom for the cat. That is really wild. And she's I mean, like, could the cat also pee in the toilet? Yes. There was a video of the cat taking a piss and the sound of like when a human man pisses in a toilet. <laughs> you know, they're getting it on the rim too. Yeah. Or just like, oh, well, yeah, I don't know. But cat litter is disgusting. So it's got to be compelling. And also, doesn't it give you cancer or something like when you rake yes. it? It gives you. It's like a, a brain bacteria that Ugh. makes you love the cat more, is what I understand. <laughs> well, it ain't going to be their personalities, let's be honest. <laughs> I say this as a Boy dog Boy cats person. are better than girl cats, personality-wise. Mm. And I did put a picture. I prefer girls than all other species. Okay. I, I have to say, though, l- let me ask you this. During the pandemic, did did your husband do anything that was so gross that you can't get over? Because that's kind of oh, what geez. happened to me. Because we were like in such tight quarters and no one was leaving. I can't ever not think about some of these things that I saw. <laughs> you know, I think it's just different with two guys, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, we've we've seen it all pretty much. Right. All right. But I guess it sounds like you're both sort of neat. I would say we're both. I was not neat. When we first um, met, he's kind of shaped me. Oh, to be we're talking neater. to the Moshe. Me That's and the problem. Moshe and I were in our couples therapy the other day on Zoom, and he was telling the couples therapist how he's doing such a great job of cleaning up. And there were literally, I counted them, nine tipped over cups <laughs> surrounding, <laughs> the, laptop. surrounding <laughs> the laptop, like like four bottles, three cups, and they were all <laughs> tipped over. And I almost felt bad just saying, I didn't even say anything because it was just like, mm-hmm. so like, Smart. and it made me realize, okay, this is it. This is as good as it's going to get because he's <laughs> like, he's gone on this journey and he thinks he's like nailing it. And it's, it's bad. My husband actually referenced you, Natasha, 
in terms of I can be a little bit, I'm definitely the messier one, but I'm pretty good, I would say. Um, but he said you inspired him and in saying, you just can't have that fight anymore. Like, you just got to let it go and accept it. So thank you. I know, but uh, that's, that's not also- what we're really hearing from her here today in studio. <laughs> Wait, that's, that was my advice is to just succumb to the whatever. Basically, just like, do you want to yeah. have this fight for the next, you know, 20 years? Or right. do you just want to take the trash out? Yeah, that's depressing. Yeah, um, it is. But that's relationship. Where do you live? Something. Ba- what? Where do you live, sir? I, so I live in upstate New York. Oh, it's, um, right. Okay. Catskills. Ba- Bainbridge. Yeah, Bainbridge, New York. I forgot you said that. Sorry. I, I, it seemed like you, me, Natasha, and your husband should all go out to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> we would literally die. Please. I, when but... we first started dating, we used to listen. We were long distance, and we yeah. would listen to call Chelsea Freddy on the way back. And forth. Aww, that's so that's cute. so sweet. Nothing better than a long distance relationship, <laughs> by the way. No. <laughs> it only lasted eight months. Long it's distance, all downhill so. from there. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, you're a pleasure to talk to. Yeah, this Likewise. is a long one for Chelsea. She's hung up on everybody else who's called. So I'm, I'm incredibly honored. You have no idea. The honor is mine and mine. Bye. Uh, it's great to hear from you both. Bye. I guess people kind of they're fans of yours so they know they might get hung up on so it's not really that rude that's the idea there's also like a disclaimer now on the hold thing Um, but it is this crazy thing of like um, if you hang up too quickly you're mean but if you let a call go too long you're boring so I'm always at the intersection Mm. of trying to just keep everyone happy I'm a people pleaser Are you really? No, but you know how people are like, I'm trying to be less of a people pleaser. And you're like, you're not a people pleaser. Do you think I'm a people pleaser? Because I feel like I am. Mm. No? I don't know if I would describe you as a people pleaser. Okay, good. Yeah. I don't know who I would describe as a people pleaser, actually, if I think about it. It would be someone who, in my mind, it's someone who has no backbone and who's really doing stuff all the time to make others happy. But the people who self-identify as people pleasers, in my experience, are often very self-centered people. (laughs) And they're like, I've got to stop people pleasing. It's like you're never doing anything for someone other than yourself. It's a pretty hot take, Chelsea. Yeah. And it's mine. Okay, caller. What's your life hack? Do you have a tip for us? Do you have a shift in topic? We're open. Oh my gosh, that's a really good question. Um, my topic is actually, how do you know uh, what your career should be in this world? How do you know? Well, I mean, we had the luxury, me and Natasha, I believe, of knowing, well, I think you probably are like me. I feel like you wanted to be a famous actress since you were young, right? I wanted to be an actress, yes. I mean, you, Natasha told me once that her, like, career counselor at school was suggesting that she work at a checkout counter at the grocery (laughs) store. Well, I'm from a kind of depressing area in the Midwest. So that was kind of the most college prep we got. No one, you know, because they need to fill those slots. They need someone to work at the, there wasn't Costco at the time, but you know, it was Union Hall, what it was called. Um, But yeah, I think that first of all, you can have a few different careers. Um, and you probably will in this gig economy. They'll be simultaneous. You could be a DoorDash driver and a Postmates driver and uh, whatever. Well, you know, I've been thinking about An this. Uber Eats driver. Uber Eats. There you go. I was thinking about this recently because I was thinking 
about this book I read a while ago called Mole Flanders, and it's kind of like a pretentious literature book. <laughs> and the woman's a prostitute, and in the book they say, are you... <laughs> It's from like the 1800s or something. But they're like, are you a whore by inclination or by necessity? Mm, now, see, that is a funny <laughs> ass clapback. Imagine someone saying something mean to you on your in your comments and you just ask that exact question to them. Right. Well, it, and, and you can you can you can place anything in that. Like, am I a comedian by, you know, necessity or is it inclination? And it's like for me, it was almost like necessity because nothing else was working out. So it's like, what are the things? What were your false starts? Acting, I guess. Yeah, acting. Like wanting to be like Marilyn Monroe. I don't know. I thought I was going to be like A-list movie star right out the gate, you know? And that, There's yeah. still time, Natasha. I think so, too. I would watch you in an A-list movie. Thank I think you. that would be a hit. Thank you. I'm on the, um, who's, the who's that woman from The Crown? I want to be on her tip. What's her name? Oh, Olivia Coleman. I want to be on the Olivia Coleman track. We're the same age, yes. but um No, there's actually a lot of great role models for amazing actresses in their 40s and 50s right now. In fact, I mean, it is so crazy actually that isn't Jennifer Lopez how old is she? She is I think my age, 48 or something. I, I think 50. it's almost, I don't know, it cuts both ways. You kind of want women to look shittier as they get older so that the bar isn't so high, you know? I know what you mean. And then also it gets to the point where, like, I don't want to look at myself on camera when I'm I an know. old hag. I know. She's what, 54? Jeez. She looks pretty good. Jeez, hey, how about this? <laughs> Jeez Louise. But maybe you could do a little experiment and write out the things that really, you know, here's the thing. Oh, like, I forgot there's a collar. What does... What do you love doing just by your nature, like inclination? Like, what do you do without... Answer that, please. I really love plants and gardening. Okay. I think one of my dream jobs would be to, like, work in a greenhouse or something like that. Um, but I also like making money, and those don't sound really compatible. So, you know, it's hard. It's like you got to do something kind of boring to make money and then do fun things in your free time. Um, uh, my landscaper would beg to differ. I have, Ooh, can I have your landscaper penalty. Well, I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying landscapers do charge. Uh, I mean, I don't know what their profit margin is, but they definitely charge a fuckload of money and they work with plants all the time. I have two words for you, honey. Native plants. Yes. That's Native the future. Plant. That's the future. So try to like study that a little bit. Like what does the and also when you're thinking of your passion, ask yourself, what does the world need? You know, like, and if it's like you love doing it and the world needs it, there's a way to like figure it out. And yeah, like when I was starting out, I had to waitress for like 10 years and it fucking sucked and I hated it. But I would always like cancel my waitressing gig for like a show at the Ha Ha or whatever. <laughs> I don't honestly, that's a toss up. I don't know which I would choose of those two options. But I just remember I was always I was always getting people to like cover for me. So, you know, a job with flexibility to make money while you pursue your passions, if it, especially if it's something that you think the world needs and that's something that you're good at and that you love doing. But the problem is, is now it's like, it, it used to be like you could have a job that would like um, would finance your passion job. But now it's like you have to have like five jobs to finance your passion job. Right. I'm really hammering home this gig economy thing. 
But um, I have a question for you, Natasha. Do you do you miss Moshe right now when you're podcasting <laughs> with me? <laughs> Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. You know, I would say that's uh, that's a no. <laughs> no, I... Sorry, Mosh. Um, but he, but he has been an ever presence in the house, talking pretty nonstop about his book. So now he's on his book tour. Yeah, talking to people, who talking care. to other people. Yeah, who want to hear about it. I'm glad that he wrote his book. He's very talented. He got a great review in the New York Times. Um, and uh, I know that we miss you, Mosh. We do miss you, but it's really nice to diversify, Chelsea. Yeah. Well, I just was figuring, you know, it's like, here you are, you're in a duo situation on a podcast. I'm, I mean, I'm so used to watching your clips with you in motion, picking what side I'm on. I'm like, hey, I don't know what our comedy game is because, you know, you and him are so often at completely opposing sides of things that it gives like a natural kind of. Oh, you think maybe we agree too much? Oh, God, I just burped lightly, <laughs> lightly. <laughs> Natasha, I really love that your advice is often in turn to just break up with somebody because I do think that is the right call more often than not. Well, yeah. I did find a trend in my 20s where I would like go out with someone for six months and then spend like a, a nine months trying to dump them. Yeah. And it was like kind of a waste. Uh, and I was like, maybe I you are a people pleaser. Because <laughs> like I'm me, tolerant. Once I want to break up with someone uh, like historically, like then it's just, I can't. Like, you know, like on Love Island, the UK Love Island, of course, everyone knows. Um, they talk about when someone gives them the ick. Uh, and it's just so true. Once you get the ick from someone, you got to end that off. Like, I couldn't go nine months. What if you got three kids, though? Well, that's different. I'm talking about pre-kid. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, the pandemic was not good for the icks. No, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, how did you? How Can I tell you something Moshe did during the pandemic? Okay. I walked into the bedroom and he had a metal bowl full of popcorn that he was eating with a ladle. And the ladle was scraping the bottom of. Ugh, the, and I God. said, What are you doing in bed? And he said, It gets it so that there's the right amount of seasoning on every bite. 
and I can't Popcorn stop. in bed is so risky. I but can't like, believe that. With the ladle and the a metal on bowl, metal. It was just like the scrape of it. I was just pretty floored. Yeah, that's it's ru- that's that's a ick. That is uh <laughs> God, because I but you know we're raising a child together, so you just gotta like motor through it, (laughs) lick it up. Uh, You get like the opposite of the ick sometimes, though, like the the other side of the coin where you're like, oh, that's actually really hot. We have to go. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, hello. You're on with Natasha Legero, Chelsea Pretty. We're talking about cohabitating. We're talking about household care. We're talking about life hacks, though no one's really given us a single life hack. We might have to go to Reddit for that. Oh, one more thing. Can I just say one thing? This morning, I texted you this, Chelsea, but Moshe, he was like, I did the laundry. I go, where's the laundry from the dryer? He was like, oh, I just left it on the floor down there. And I was like, what? And he goes, well, you don't have to act like that. If you want me to use a basket, just tell me. Uh, and I yeah, was like, <laughs> I want you to use a basket. But like, it's there's just so many steps. Like, why right. would I ever think to tell him to use a basket? That's just part of doing no, the laundry. No, I know. Like, as I get older, the more and more I just want to have like one of those little things that prints labels and just put explicit instructions on everything in the house. That would be smart. Yeah. Or we could have like a female commune. Yeah, mommune. Love it. Are you drinking something (laughs) in a huge jug right now? How how did you know? It was very loud. (laughs) What are you doing? One of those massive hydration things? I'm taking a bath, but I also have my 40 ounce roommate. I have COVID, so I'm taking the day off. Wait, you're in the bathtub? See, I'll. I'll sometimes take calls in the bathtub and I'm like so worried that my Me agent too. can tell I'm in the bathtub. <laughs> and Me so I'll too. mute it. I know. Like when, when your arm, you know, grazes across the water, creating the sound of a swan flapping around. Can someone like, make an image of Chelsea and I in the bathtub taking calls? Or take maybe that back. Chelsea? Delete. Delete. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Uh, Let this girl talk. She's got COVID. She's calling in. That's commitment. Wow. No, no, thank you. Thank you. No, that was crazy because I was picking up my 40-ounce broomie as you said that. So I was very, like, very confused. Well, you do sound kind of sick, so that's good. Do you have any COVID hacks? No, I don't. Do you? I need them. (laughs) All right, what were you going to say? Um, I did have a a health hack. Okay. Um, I did steal it off one of those viral videos. You guys know that salmon girl who made all that like salmon and rice bowls. Oh, Emily Mariko? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. I love her. I um, love that she's called yeah. that salmon girl. It feels <laughs> well, beneath her, I have to say. Why does she what was so great about the salmon? You know, she's very elegant and she does these yeah. cooking videos that are a little bit ASMR, I think, mm. because she sure. doesn't narrate them in that fucking corny, annoying voice that everyone who makes content does. Okay, as you can see, this is easy peasy. I'm putting the salmon into the thing. <laughs> she just quietly makes her fucking food and minds her own business, but she makes really good looking food, though there was some controversy that she didn't season well enough for some people. And everyone always oh, finds something to pick at and bitch about about everyone who makes anything. But anyway, she makes a lot of like uh, but it's very balanced, but a lot of healthy food and a lot of like very delicious looking food. 
Um, and one of her go-tos was she would make, what was it? She would like break up the salmon and put it with rice and seasoning yeah. and then put it It was in. like leftover salmon with rice. And then she'd squirt over like sriracha and that special kewpie mayo over it. Mm-hmm. And then good. eat it with like kimchi and, and or seaweed. seaweed. Yeah. And avocado. But then it's like she got married. Her wedding became very designery and the whole thing. I don't know. She started going to Paris. Like I felt like it took a turn. You know, well, like you really, you really oh, know a lot about I herself. Listen, I signed up for her newsletter, honey. I was very invested because I felt, I felt like she had a very like a lot of people who make healthy food online. Like it looks disgusting. Oh, oh, uh, <laughs> I forgot you had COVID. Don't mind me. Reality mind came crashing down. Like anyway, what a journey we go on with these people online that we've never met, right? Ain't that the truth? Yeah, I deleted TikTok, so I stopped following her once that happened. What so was the final straw? I didn't know that she went to Paris. Mm. Um, the final st- oh god, it was just sucking my brain out mm. through my nose, like it was bad. Yeah. Would so. you would you be at the gym and uh, put up an app that just showed you art history and different paintings and what what? the highlights of the paintings are like the takeaways i'd try anything once so you'd be open to a gym enrichment visual media program (laughs) (laughs) wait maybe you should do this because it would the world needs it that's the thing it's like a passion for you and the world needs it we need to start combating the tiktok i agree my attention span went so down Mm mm-hmm Terrible. You know, my daughter is an an after program in kindergarten and she has now come home four times because they just let her do whatever she wants with a cell phone she's made. Every day she's got a folded piece of paper with all the apps. Guess what? Hate to say it. What? It's because she sees you guys on your phone. All the time. I know. And she's so proud of it. But like four days in a row, like I want to ask the teachers, like, can you guys like <laughs> give her something else to do than make a cell phone out of paper? And then she's like, here's all the apps. And then she opens it and she goes, this is where you buy things. And oh, this is God, sad. we live in dark times. But, you know, my mom was reminding me that like when she was a kid, she did bomb drills under her desk at school. Mm. And I'm like, I guess we were always in dark times. I mean, the bubonic plague is a go to for me mentally. I go, people must have just been like, can you imagine being alive during the bubonic plague? Yeah, that sounds rough. You just have to be like children dying. Yeah. You'd be like, we're in the worst timeline. And then it's like enter 2020 through 2024. Well, it does feel like TikTok is making us not live up to our potential. I mean, if it's just sucking your brain and making you buy things and like think that you know things without reading any books just from headlines, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's tricky because throughout all the tech stuff, I mean, my first memory of getting really invested in technology in the way that now it's just unthinkable to not be away from it was college. I hear your bath. college (laughs) i would play hot or not on the college computer lab computer with my friend ajike and we would sit there and play that and then it was like all these different phases blogspot friendster moshe talks about you are the first person to tell him about friendster yeah myspace like i've gone through so many rounds of these things and so now instagram has it, it was like my favorite well also just twitter i mean 
I cannot believe that Twitter as we know it has been so decimated. I mean, it really was the funnest place for a good stretch of time in which- For comedians especially. Yes, yes, where it was just this free marketplace of funny ideas. Every funny, dumb thought I had. I mean, my favorite way to use Twitter was just the most- minuscule thoughts you like know that, thought depository yeah almost. like it doesn't even warrant an announcement and putting it there like my toe itches or <laughs> you know like one time I like was tweeting Jordan could you bring me a glass of water <laughs> you know things like that like I miss having like a place to put those kinds of silly mm. things and you can and- put them in stand-up <laughs> Um, <laughs> I mean, anyway. maybe not the water one, but yeah, I actually did write some jokes when I was in London. I felt a little bit inspired, and I was kind of like, oh, I would be interested to try doing stand up in London. Anyway, but all this to say, and then I really was into Instagram because I mostly followed nature accounts and like mm. art museums and things like that. Then I started following all these glam people, you know, makeup artists, hair people, and frantic moms telling you what to do. See, I don't. I my, actually, and mine is all moms. There was one account I followed that was about like, I, I don't want to call out what the name was, but there was one account I followed, and then I was like, you know what? I don't agree with half the shit they're saying. I don't. Um, I forget what there was a culminating event in which I was like, I'm unfollowing this. And so I don't follow any of those mom accounts like that. Um, but it's lost its allure is what I'm saying. Instagram mm. and then TikTok the is gone. TikTok, which like, you know, younger kids are into. I, I haven't quite latched on to TikTok in the way that in the past I've latched on to whatever the new thing is. Like, I don't I don't know. I'm I'm starting to actually like I truly as I mentioned before, I'm getting into pottery and I'm I'm finding that part of the reason I love it is my hands are filthy and I cannot pick up my phone. Mm. Like I'm literally seeking things in which I cannot, like phone use is not an option mm-hmm. because it used to be like that all the time. And and now it's like, you're, you're almost so out of control of your use, or at least I am out of my use of technology that I'm seeking experiences like an escape room uh uh doing pottery or a game night in which it's just like so disruptive to get into your phone that it's not really an option and that's what i'm like i might do goat yoga you should i'll no. do it with you would you it sounds a little disgusting i mean yeah goat smell yeah i don't know i'm not fully sold but i'm seeking those kinds of experiences also i was always trying out the things they were telling me to do on instagram and tiktok like they'd say to say to your kid like don't say good job say you worked really hard on that and then i would tell my daughter that she made something i go you worked really hard on that and she was like no i didn't they don't tell you what to say once they say the thing to you you know you know what I, i i know that advice and i do agree with it because here's the problem if you tell the kids that they're just really good at everything then trying and working hard is not something they value. They value being naturally instantly good at everything. But aren't you getting a little pandering? But what I'll say is this. I can tell you really focused Mm, when you you made this. I can tell like you really were thoughtful about it or you really focused or you put a lot of energy into it. You know, like you don't have to like follow their stupid advice word for word. But I do think um, that for kids who are naturally good at stuff, mm-hmm. you don't want them to give up if they're not naturally good at something new, you know? No one ever complimented me when I was little. Really? Not much. I mean, I got like positive reinforcement when I was like at the theater, but it was more like I was kind of not told. I was not very encouraged. That's sad. That's well, sad. Let's call your mom. 
<laughs> oh my god i wonder if she would pick up this is a crazy favor to ask of you but would you mind grabbing my purse i want to put on a little more lipstick <laughs> is it because you're looking at me and thinking i need some no but i just always run out like i talk it off thank you and then i'm like oh i i have none on at the end of the podcast call her i gotta go this has been <laughs> i don't know what we're doing here we're taking a lipstick break sorry honey all right Ugh. <laughs> Wow, it's just nonstop over here, Chelsea. Yeah, honey. What do you think? I love that lip color. What up? You know, this lip color is the only one I use. And Gatekeep it. Don't tell them. Oh, I just told my friend uh, just did my podcast and asked me what it was. And I told her, you don't think oh. I should tell people? Oh. I don't care if everyone looks good in my lip color, but. That's cool. I'll tell Hi. you. Hi. What up? <laughs> <laughs> don't guilt us. <laughs> We're letting you. Like, no, be I'm a just. Uh, I want to know about the lip color now. My yeah. color is. Can I tell people? Yeah, you do what you want. It is um, Mac Powder Kiss, so it's a little dry. You gotta add a little, add a little. Um, do they cream, not make? Cream. They don't make a moist version of it. Mm -mm. But if you reapply, it looks good, but it does get darker. And my color that I like is a little tame. It's really pretty. And guess how often I switch it up? Never. How often? Never. I'm very. If it low works, it works. I have a life hack. I wear there the. You go. I wear the same outfit, two to three days in a row, usually three, and I, because then I can get dressed. Like Chelsea called me, half hour, hour before I had to be here. I could get ready so fast because I just wore exactly what I wore on my podcast last night. Because I don't really, you know, sweat that much. And also very generously, like you offered me to get one of these jumpsuits, which I really was thinking about, which. You know, sometimes I get torn about like friends buying stuff that I have, but I thought that was really generous of you. Big Bud Press jumpsuit? Why not? Should we all get them, listeners? Well, they kind of I love I love jumpsuits. I bought one last year for my birthday and it's adorable and I haven't worn it out cuz I feel like it's almost too fancy. Mm, fancy jumpsuit. But I think I just got to put it on and then That's just good. go out in the world. Thanks. Yeah, do well, it. Well, you know what you can do sometimes with a fancy jump shoe, shoot <laughs> jumpsuit is wear a casual shoe. <laughs> I don't know what you're cackling at. I have to be honest. What'd you say? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I said uh, you said jump shoot, and I said b ball, but I was just playing oh, around, <laughs> having fun, feeling free. Lucy, just a little bit. I had to hide from my baby. She's screaming. So. Wait a minute. Did you call it like last episode? Oh, Chelsea, I did. I'm really surprised <laughs> that you answered because I actually left you a voicemail uh, because I got arrested for going 105 and a 50 driving what? a Honda You're when a I was 17. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I don't know. I have to do a half jackpot because well, I'm a little suspicious. You didn't mention this last call? Yeah. No, because I just, it happened when I was, I'm 35. It happened when I was 17 oh. and like, it's just so far away, you know? Mm. Wait, was, is this a life hack or what, what's this have to do? This with is it? not a life hack. I'll tell you that. Uh, but it's, it, luckily I didn't get my license suspended. I mean, there was a lot there. I was driving home from my boyfriend's house. Just so you know, Chelsea is hovering over the hang up button. So this better be good. I mean, it's it, whatever. It, I just got arrested for going 105 and a 50. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I got, I went to jail. I actually worked at Chick-fil-A at the time. It was like okay. one of my first jobs. And when I was in jail, I had Chick-fil-A coupons in my pocket and I like gave them out to people. And I was like, people please pleaser. be nice to me. <laughs> 
I have to go. Luckily, I'm sorry. though, <laughs> I just sometimes I get like a little like we need to spread the calls around. Like I don't know, because she already called. She's calling back. That's kind of. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Hello, caller. Hello? Oh, that was a healthy pause. Is your pause pregnant? Oh, my God. Did I get through? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, really, I thought I was just going to get your voicemail like before. I have a food test if you want to do it. I know that. I, yeah, sorry. Okay, let's do it. That's a great idea. Um, the flavor rose. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, Natasha, do you think it's good or bad? Well, it's amazing in mint tea, so I'm going to say good. Rose mint tea? Mm -hmm, and I've also had it in like Italian cookies and it's really good. That is a really good one, though. Actually, at the this place, Cafe Casbah, it's closed down, but that was their secret to the mint tea. All you do is put crushed mint leaves in hot water and like a tablespoon of rose water, and then you can't tell what the secret ingredient is. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. You don't even use tea bags, just the mint. Okay, so I'm going to also say good. I'm so sorry to say no, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm going to override... <laughs> called overrule <laughs> overrule <laughs> okay so overruled next one okay i accept um <laughs> salt water taffy ah i don't like it just because it's nasty to get that in your teeth it just seems like it causes cavities i do like it however i i can't say i love it but there are certain flavors that Chocolate, are good i like you know, if I'm in a seaside town, there's something kind of fun about it. This is my problem with food. Like uh, anywhere I go. Yes. Right. Well, no, I'm like, I can't be in a seaside town and say no to saltwater taffy. So it's like anytime I travel, I'm like, well, surely I have to try the local delicacy. And then it's like, you know, 500 pounds later. Anyway, caller, is it good or is it bad? It's bad. If, it's, if, if a food is only good in certain instances, I feel like we just have to go, you know, for that novelty aspect, it's, that's not good enough. Right. Would you get it at the mall? At a I candy like your store? moxie. <laughs> you, you've influenced me through the years. Okay. Well, I think I'm, at, I, I am starting to like, you know how dogs respond to like assertive energy? <laughs> <laughs> 
corresponding to how you're how you're throwing down right now. Okay, so okay, I agree. Then I I don't know rose water and saltwater taffy. I I guess I can say bad, but secretly in my heart, I do think they're kind of good depending on the situation. But if I I, I guess I'm gonna go with your your ruling for the moment. Except for that tea, oh. I'm telling you, you should try it. Secret ingredient. Where is that? At Casbah, but it closed down. Oh. But I asked them once, what do you put in this? Because it's just mint leaves, but it didn't mm. taste like mint. Fresh mint? Fresh mint leaves. We can make that. I bought fresh yes, mint. Yes, and put a little cap full of the rose water in, I'm telling wow. you. Wow, that's cool. Make sure it's edible rose water. I think there's a kind that you spray on your face. <laughs> <laughs> you make tea with a face wash? You're like, I don't know, Natasha. It's not tasting so good. <laughs> okay, what what's any other foods on your list? Yeah, um so speaking of tea, how about Earl Grey tea with milk? I like it. Amazing. I say good. You're wrong if you don't Correct. like it. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. I didn't tell you yet, but okay. Okay, no, we're with you. <laughs> Wait, Let's not get in a fight. We're with you. I have an addendum. I went to Uruguay once and it was at a place where they had a tea sommelier and he told me that Darjeeling is the champagne of teas. Have you ever tried that, Chess? You know, I have, but I think it was probably like Twinings. I don't know if mm. it was the champagne of brands. <laughs> I feel like if you're doing a tea bag, you're not be, you're not getting the champagne of tea mm -hmm. right from the jump. Right, that's mm -hmm. true. But yeah, Earl Grey is probably I think like if I'm if I'm doing a high tea, which I've done maybe three times in my life. You know, if you're at like an old fashioned hotel or with my kid, I would probably get the Earl Grey because it has. We the do most high tea once a week. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, but what is your high tea order when you know it's going to be the best tea? I don't know. I just, I don't, I'm not that much of a tea head. I'm not as, as um, knowledgeable. I do like PJ Tips. PJ Tips is great. And is that's, it G? Yeah. And that's also what people in England yeah, drink. That one's good. I always buy that. But it's, I mean, it's good if you're out of coffee, I find. The world of tea is immense. Mm. Caller, are you still there? <laughs> I'm here i'm just trying to breathe because I'm, I'm like i never thought i'd get through i'm a very i'm a very i'm like an og call chelsea freddie really listener. Like, so, yes so i'm wow. i'm in shock right now you're doing a really good job of impressing chelsea i have to say <laughs> okay wait so what's your next food item um i'm i'm, I'm gonna go um controversial and ask about durian Durian fruit? Yes. I don't okay, know what that is. Okay, so it's supposedly it like smells like shit or something. I but it tastes delicious. I really want to try it. There's this weird hippie white guy that like eats a bunch of tropical fruits all the time on Instagram that I follow. <laughs> and he's ridiculous like oh Mm. like every single fruit is like nah, mm. and like there's only been one that he says he doesn't like or something but like there'll be it, it it made me want to try all these things. And in fact, I did try mangosteen. Um, mm -hmm. I love lychee. I don't know if you say lychee or lychee. I think it's lychee. I feel like it really depends on if you speak. An, I a, speak an Mandarin. Asian. If you, you speak, speak Mandarin. No, I don't. Oh, I was going to ask you to say it for us in Mandarin then. No, I don't. But I, I do think it's lychee. I've heard both, I feel like. All right. I'm. I literally am, and of Chinese ancestry, and I feel like I don't even know what people say in English. Oh, well. Anyway, it made me want to try a bunch of tropical fruits, and durian. He was describing it like caramel pudding and stuff like that. Hmm. 
Yeah, I think there's like a lot of creaminess to it. I mean, the answer to, to this is yes. I, I, I will say that just getting used to that fragrance is it's such an interesting thing to take in and then to then eat it is like, oh, wow, it tastes so much better than it smells. And then there's a different texture profile than you might be used to when you're eating fruit. Right. Why does it have to? It's so fascinating. Why does it smell bad? I mean, maybe it smells like shit because that attracts pollinators. Like it could attract um, animals to eat it and then shit out the seeds, um, which would help pollinate it. It could also attract, um, you know, I don't know, pollinators to it. I've Listen, I've gone on a couple little botanical hikes and now I think I have a theory, but it is weird that something would smell so bad and be edible. I think you're on to something. It's like the same thing where I've been told, like, you know, durian has that hard outer shell and then that pineapple and like pineapple and other tropical food that outside, um, it's like, it's like supposed to be like, um, to protect the inside, I think, right? Like to like get people away from it, to protect it because it's trying to scare people away. Mm. So they don't hog it all? <laughs> I think it's like so maybe they don't eat it because I've heard in my life people being like pineapple is poisonous because of the outside or whatever. Hmm. But isn't it widely known that it's not poisonous? <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant like famously animal. one of the best fruits <laughs> in the biz. No, I just meant I think it's like something about animals like being deterred by oh. the external oh. by the outside of the fruit. Hmm. All right. This this has really kind of gone downhill. And I'm it has. For that. It, but see, the fact that you even recognize this, you're really like, you could produce this for this show. <laughs> <laughs> you're ready. Dare I say, you are ready. I mean, I've, I'm, I'm OG listener enough to be like, I remember when I bought your app, this, and then I tried to find it again on my Apple store and I was so sad when I couldn't see it. I couldn't download it back. You have an app, Chelsea? I did have an app and it was really cool and I was swindled. Are you going to go see first time <laughs> female director? I saw it at um, when she was at I, in the New York. I forgot what the New York. Is it just New York? Tribeca. I, 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 when I, when Chelsea came on for afterward, I was in shock because I just bought the ticket to watch it. And then she came on and I couldn't close my mouth because I was in shock to see her. How wow. great is that movie? How great is Chelsea? She wrote this. She directed it. She stars in it. It was absolutely incredible. Just what a, so many people were excited, I think, because of the connection with the pod, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've seen it already. Thank you for asking. Did you recognize Natasha in it? Um, I, I'm, I did, I think, but I think, I don't want to be offensive, but I feel like Natasha has one of those faces where she looks like other people too. So I have, so I don't always recognize her. No, it was, it was obviously a memorable star turn for me. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. What a call, what a journey. I think she really nailed it. She was nervous, but she... Uh... No, she came through. The food test was top notch. Thank right. you. That means a lot to me. I totally... Oh, we thought you were gone. <laughs> I didn't hang up. I would love to be hung up on. Okay, hold on. <laughs> you seem like a... Re- Wait, I don't want to hit that one. Uh-oh, looks like we're out of time. Goodbye. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow, it's, you're really good at this, Chels. Really? <laughs> Hello? Hello. The first lady of lattes, the queen of caffeine herself. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 my friend. <laughs> That's right. You should, that twerking video you sent me, Chelsea, you should put this to it and post it. it no way. So good. <laughs> no. Chelsea's such a good dancer. She oh, has, if only you could see me right now, you'd want to dance too. She has such a great butt. And she's a wonderful, no, how about, wonderful no, no, music no, artist. Not only her butt is great, but what about her shoulders? She's got fantastic shoulders. She I'm very really does. Shoulders. You're so right. I have very narrow, I have, slight I have shoulders. Very narrow, and, I have very narrow shoulders for a man, and it's yeah. very frustrating every time I see Well, take mine, because uh, her, here's what shoulders. people always come up to me and poke my shoulders. Really? And they think I'm wearing shoulder pads. No, but it's it's a very no. slick, sleek figure. It's it's really good. Did you know that it's a universally attractive feature for mm -hmm. both men and women to have broad shoulders? Really, women? I didn't think it was for women. Yeah, it's no? very yep. like model like. Yes, like that'd, that'd the, be the, the one clothes part of hang it. hang off of you well. You gotta have those <laughs> broad shoulders to give the silhouette. It's a nice silhouette. Thank you. Anyway, you didn't want to talk to me. You wanted to talk about your shoulders. You wanted to talk to me because you wanted to hear praise about your music. And we need more music. There's mm. got to be more music coming soon. Some of those songs are bangers, Chelsea. Yeah. Is that why you call? I mean, I feel like Patrick? you did. A, I feel like you did a. You know, you did a coffee album. You could do a bear album. You could. You could pick any one of right. these topics. Right. I mean, listen, theme. I'll tell you the God's honest truth. If I were to do another album, I feel like Kojak never explained to me that it's a legal nightmare to make music with collaborators. <laughs> like, uh -huh. I, you know, it's like it was not a massively money making endeavor. And like I had to pay so many legal fees to like handle the music. And and so if I were to do another album, which Lord only knows I may never do, um, I would want it to just be me and Kojak and make it in like a week. Oh, yeah. well, I'll take what I can get because um, the world needs you know, it, Charles. It's fantastic. What is this? When a bear is barreling towards you, you got to find your whistle. whistle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey there. That's the rootinest, tootinest song I ever heard. Oh, my goodness. Are you an actor? <laughs> no, no. And I'm not calling because I want to be. I'm not any one of those people that's going, hey, you know, someday I'll work with you. It'll be fun. You know, no, no. I'm, I'm a stay-at-home dad. I don't do anything. What are you? You're a stay-at-home dad? I'm a stay-at-home dad. Yeah, it's the best. How do you manage your household? You're probably the perfect caller for this question. Oh, what's the question? Well, just how just, do I manage my household? Yeah, how do you divide up household chores and how do you keep your house running smoothly and keep it? Well, we we have a very simple breakdown hmm. where I am assigned to do everything and then everything that I don't do, my wife will do when she's not working and tell me that, you know, why should I be doing this when I have my time off? This mm. is what you should have been doing. Ooh. And I go, you're right. You're right. Does she give you a list every day it. or how does it work? There's, there's a list on occasion. There's a list. There's like, she'll walk downstairs and go, uh, you know, have you been in the bathroom? Because it's not looking great. You should probably notice when you're in there. And I go, you're right. I'm trying to think of the funniest person that his wife could be. <laughs> I was first like, Kamala. <laughs> like, but what does your wife do? 
She's the vice president. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. Very good. Very intuition. Um, no, she's a. She works on a computer all day. She like she talks about her job a lot, and then I go, uh huh, and it's very interesting. But to a certain point, I can't get. I can't get there. But she's bankrolling so. your life, right? But yeah, she's bankrolling my life. Do you like and that feeling? Oh, it's fantastic. And it doesn't make you because, not be able to get it up for her. Um. Nope. I mean, we're going on twice in 48 hours, so... Okay. That's pretty good for my age. <laughs> wow. How do, you, how do you keep that? I mean, that's like you have the sexual appetite of a teenager. I also- well, it's really more on her. It's, it's really more her part. I mean, that's part of my job. And you don't get defensive when she's like, come, have you come in, come in here right now? Look at this bathroom. You don't get like defensive and, you know, cause I find when I, when I approach it that way, I get a lot of, look at your bathroom. You do it too. You didn't say it nice. You know, this no, music is I can't, I, I'd be a fool to then push back. Cause then it's like, well, like on the flip side of that, she, I could then say, well, look at my paycheck. How about yours? Like if I can't compete, then I've got to, I've got to own my sector. Smart. I like your attitude. Hmm. Thank you. Oh, there's my daughter now. I guess I got to go. All right, like bye. Oh, thanks. It's nice talking to you, ladies. Bye. You too. Wow, I like his priorities. He says that's yeah, it. Yeah, he's good. He's good at what he does. <sighs> See, I wonder if I could get it up for a guy like that. <laughs> get it up. <laughs> Caller. Oh, my God, lady. We need a call that is riveting. We need a crazy yarn to be spun. We need something. This, this podcast, we're kind of rambling here about... How you keep your household afloat, I don't know. We're waiting for that call okay. that changes okay. the game. All right. Well, I'm pretty organized. Oh, my heart's beating. I love you guys so much. Oh, my God. I was going to give up. I was about to give up. <laughs> I got the sound effect. That's well, so... I don't know. I've got something for you because actually – I love Natasha. I love your podcast, too. Thank you. The Endless Thanks. Honeymoon Endless Podcast Honeymoon. with my husband, Moshe Kasher, although everyone knows I could do it myself. Amen. Um, well, you're both kind of eco. I know you had your General Mills rant the other day. Oh, yeah. So, Force <laughs> of Nature, that's my plug. It's like an eco-friendly disinfectant. I don't know if it works. I'm not a chemist, but I love it. Okay. Force of Nature. Force of Nature. I don't know. It's supposed to be non-toxic. Okay, let me think of a riveting story. Oh, my you haven't even tried this, and this is your tip. Yeah, is that right? You haven't tried Force of Nature? No, I have. I love it, oh. but I don't know if it actually works. What does that mean? I mean, like they say it works. They say it's a disinfectant, but who knows? I work at a spa, so whenever I work there, I still go back to Lysol and just. Oh, tell me up, something. But, you know. Tell me any secret inner internal workings of a spa. I work in, so I'm an esthetician, so I do skincare and like waxing and things like that. We're a lot more chill, but it's the hairstylists that are crazy. They're so bitchy. Mm. Mm. Yeah. My hairstylist. I, I, get a good, I have a good spa story, actually. Okay. Okay, I'm not the best spa, I'm not the best storyteller, but one time when I was just out of school, I was working at a salon in Boston, and I was a really new esthetician, and so I was comfortable with like a bikini wax or this or that. But we had this 90-year-old woman, 90 years old, walk in, and she did not speak English, and she wanted a full Brazilian wax. Wow, that's pretty and hot. I gave, 
I know I gave it to her, but the whole time she had such bad ingrowns that as they came out and were extracted, they filled up the room and it smelled so horrible. Ew. The ingrowns? Yeah. Hairs smelled? Fuck this. Yeah, it happened. Ugh, that is disgusting. I know. I have to it's say, rough. I used to have those and I don't anymore and I don't know what happened. Mm. Do you miss them ever? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm actually thrilled that they they just went away. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I mm. must have done something, but it's unclear. Something. Maybe change a razor, get a wax, something different. I no, don't know. I could would be never anything. get a wax. I don't have time for that. Although I did yeah. once get <laughs> a bikini really wax at the that. airport, and I was like, this. If I could do this every time, because you know it was like an international flight. You're trying to kill two hours. Perfect time for a wax. Mm. That's true. I always think about <laughs> opening up like a massage, something there. Because, you know, when you're stressed out and you just want to relax, your flight's delayed. I feel like it would make the money. I have a question for you since you're on hairdressers. Sure. My hairdresser told me, and this is kind of a hot tip, that blondes don't like each other. Do you think that's true? Blondes? Mm-hmm. Like blonde women? Yeah, like they have like a secret, like they don't keep other blonde women as friends. And that they have, is like- not true. <laughs> That well, is no, not true. I old, literally. old seasons, you used to say that. You were like, I don't trust blonde women. And I was kind of with you on that. I'm a yeah. brunette. Brunette through and through. I feel like, yeah, I'm with yeah. you. I Maybe mean, my nobody mo- likes them. My movie, I literally cast all brunettes to the <laughs> point where I was like, this is like disconcerting. Like everyone looks like siblings because I just, I'm not drawn to the blondes. And Yeah, no, me neither. And but I have to say that's not true because I literally was at a restaurant the other day and like six blonde ladies all done up came out to dinner and I was just like, maybe they secretly hate each other. Hacks is back for season three and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Maybe, but... Or they just don't think of yeah. brunettes as actual... You know what else is possible? Your dumbass hairdresser <laughs> is wrong. <laughs> well... He's not around anymore, so thanks All for right. reminding me, Chels. He, he died? died? He did die. Of what? Drugs. Oh, oh man. Oh, Sorry, you can cut man. this out. No, hold on. <laughs> That's the perfect way to memorialize. I do miss him, though. He he did know how to he did know how to cut my extensions. That's crazy. Did you cry? Else. Um, we had kind of lost touch, as you do with people who 
Or on know. drugs. Well, they come up, you know, I would I would get like knocks on my door like, can I just please have $20? I just I just need it for he's something like, really He's quick. like, let me give you one Damn. highlight. Let me give you one <laughs> highlight. <laughs> one strand of highlight. <laughs> but I do feel like I owe my career to him because he, he cut bangs and put extensions on me at like three years into Hollywood. And then I was like, oh, now my hair doesn't look like absolute shit. And I was going to say, you are known for the bangs. So That's crazy. That, that is a huge loss then. Uh, yeah. We actually, I, I know him from childhood. <laughs> but anyway, I love him. He's up there. And you know what? He died like the day before COVID hit. And I wow. was like, you know, I think some, and so did Ram Dass. And I'm like, I feel like it's so lucky that some people, no, maybe it was before Trump got elected. I just feel like. The people who got to die before, like, everything kind of, sh- like, started the downward, like, yeah. trajectory. Yeah. Or, what would it be called? Not trajectory. The downward plunge. Um, they're, it's kind of lucky in a yeah, way. Yeah. If I so far from yeah. my, whole, my whole time on Earth had to pick a time to die, it would have been right before Trump was Yeah, elected. right? Because <laughs> yeah. it was like everything Absolutely. just kind of like, you're like, oh, wait, this? Yeah. And it's going to get wild. So mm-hmm. we need you, Chelsea. I have a question. Okay. I'm turning 30 in five days. What's your best advice Gross. for your 30s? Sorry to switch <laughs> it so quick from the hairdresser drug story. No, honestly, I mean, I've said this and I'll say it again. I think the 30s are great. It's the 40s you want to watch out for. <laughs> Why? But- uh, I, I just think the 30s, you're like getting better at what you do, but you're still kind of young and hot, but you're just more powerful. You're smarter. You're not like a dumb kid in your 20s, you know? But your 40s, it's just like, oh, we're just about wrapping up. You know? <laughs> I do not share Chelsea's view on that, I have to say. Um, yeah. I think you that had a kid in your 40s. I had a kid in my 40s. I got married in my 40s. I think that's because for Natasha, she's going to age like Hepburn, but I'm going to age like Streisand. You know, it's like. <laughs> no, you're both gorgeous icons. <laughs> Thank you. One advice. I love you. I, I am so obsessed with both of you. I am number one fan of both of your podcasts. You don't even know. That's, I called in. This is hello. like my 35th time calling in. Bank, podiatry <laughs> I'm going to leave that on your voicemail. Hello. This is Burbank Podiatry Wishing. Chelsea. Chelsea. Happy birthday. I miss Burbank Podiatry. Honestly, <laughs> in total honesty, Burbank Podiatry has ghosted me. I need to go in there and get my feet looked at to stay in their call log. I don't you get the rake birth- them through the colds with all your uh, voicemail. Your I don't voice get those. Of it. I don't get those heartfelt voicemails anymore. Let's hear it one more time. Hello, this is Burbank Podiatry wishing Chelsea a happy birthday. <laughs> Imagine whoever like authorized that robocall. They're like, you know it's what? Iconic. Yeah, let's send this to everyone on their birthday. It's like, it's going to make well, a difference. They're not known for their humor. I mean, I don't think anyone caught it. It's like going to the ENT or the dentist. I'm they're always the you, funniest people. Do you know that podiatrists are the, you can, that's what you can, if you get the lowest, lowest score from medical school, that's what you're able to do. Yeah, that sounds Podiatry. about right. I asked. Because I asked feet are low on the body. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Or it's just not that involved. Um, my advice to you, first of all, it's rude to say you're old when you're 30 because there's a lot of people who might look really great. But don't don't take this on to call her. Don't take 50. this on. <laughs> so don't ever say you're old. And also age is like just imagine yourself thinking you're 27 all the time. That's what I do. Uh, so it's yeah. kind of like in your mind age. Listen, when I was 28, I was like, it's over. I'm 30. 
And that's kind of how I feel now. I'm like, wow, I'm like mid 40s. I'm like, I'm basically 50, which is crazy. Well, I was listening to this Catherine or I watched this Catherine Ryan show. I forgot what it was called. It's on Netflix. But there was a character had a line and she said, your 50s are your like your 20s with money. And I, yes. I always think of that. And I and it is true. Like you're going to get more money. Like I was able to stop waitressing at 30. And then finally, like, follow my career. And I just think it's like... I guess it's... I was like, why wouldn't that be your 40s? But I guess your 50s, the that's idea when you have more money, is that your kids are out of the house. So then ah. you can have more freedom again. But with us, <laughs> we're going to we have- ha- be 80 by the time <laughs> our kids are grown up because we had kids when we were on the precipice of geriatric... I mean... Yeah, they'll keep you young. Disability. That is a little annoying to think that I'm going to be 60 <laughs> Kids in high school. <laughs> but then think about J-Lo's age, right? What did we say she is? 55? Yeah. 54? So you could be like looking yeah, like she, J-Lo. I don't know what she's doing. That olive oil is not her secret. She's doing other stuff. Oh, I hate when these girls say this. I saw I a girl. I was telling Chelsea this. I saw this girl. She looked so amazing backstage at a show. And I asked her what her secret was. And then she was like, I'll, I'll DM you. She DMs me Ew. that she <laughs> eats avocados. That bitch. It's like, oh, you couldn't stop. say that to my face. <laughs> she's like, she goes, I'm not going to. She's like, I don't want to look in your eyes while I lied to you. <laughs> and then Julia Louise Dreyfus, I read a whole expose of her because she also looks good. She said her secret is ivory soap. Hell no. No. There's billionaire no bitch. I'm, she's a, well, I'm a huge fan of her. <laughs> so I how do you treat people you're not a fan of? <laughs> I'm just saying that is just like. I just think that There's should no way. be out. Hey, I told Chelsea where I got my jumpsuit. I'm telling all of you my go-to lipstick color on this episode. Listen, everyone's had work done in Hollywood. I, I would I would venture oh, yeah. to say there's almost no one who hasn't. I have extensions. I would give you my extension guy's number, but he I'll died. I'll give you his extension. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I mean, I'm as a holistic esthetician, like 90% of aging, it's... Upkeep? Well, yeah, okay, so diet and lifestyle, it is a huge thing, but like that avocado or olive oil, it's BS. You have to be doing other things. No, but I will say I do love olive oil on my body as my lotion. It's a great hack. Um, my esthetician, who I think Chelsea goes to, she gave it to me as well. Here's what you do. Let me tell you really quick. You put olive oil, the XX, whatever's like the best one you can buy, in one of those pumpers, and then you put um, any kind of like essential oils you like, and I think I have it down to like... 40 lavender. Oh, thank God. The color hung up. 40 Hello? drops of lavender, 30 <laughs> drops of vanilla. I don't know, or jasmine. I'll, I'll switch it up sometimes. It's amazing. You should do it. I, I, I think the olive oil on the skin is an actual hack. We lost that call. But and it's you know what? Cheap. I like to put a little olive oil and then I put a little garlic in the pan and I stick my ass in it. <laughs> And I sizzle my ass up in the garlicky <laughs> olive oil and it's just delicious. I think that <sighs> people probably learned a lot. You know, that's the thing. I noticed on our podcast too, Endless Honeymoon Podcast, it's all young people. <laughs> they really need advice. Yeah, and they I don't have parents. They don't, but it's good to be, you know, giving some wisdom out. What wisdom have we really shared though? Um, <laughs> I, I, you- I know there's some in there for yeah. sure. Well, one thing I will say, this is my only hack since we did do the hack topic. This is very popular in Hollywood. Jow. For a reason. Jow Refresher. Okay, it's a hand sanitizer. It smells like lavender. It's expensive, but it lasts. Yeah, this is $14. Oh, that's it? There's the barcode. You can scan it. Okay, Okay, so here's the life hack. I did not know this. I forgot 
This is the life hack for actors, working actors on set only. Okay? So everyone else disengage right no, now. No, you can get Jow online and it smells amazing. But People want to spend is, their money. Okay, you forget your deodorant. No, it's for anyone. If you forget your deodorant when you're going to work and you have this hand sanitizer, it can be sprayed directly on your pits. It is made as a deodorant. It actually says that on the bottle. Um, I didn't know that. I always carry that. And like at Brooklyn Nine-Nine, for example, I would forget my deodorant certain days and you're there for 12 hours often. And it was a game change when someone told me that. Oh my God, the last dregs of a collar coming in. Hello, dregs. <laughs> hey, it's Sophie. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. You actually answered the phone. Yeah. Oh, my name is Lily. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you too. We're talking about life hacks, but really, honestly, no one has had any. Do you? Oh, uh, uh yeah, you know. So, I have one. Try to be born in what Paris. Mm, mm. Amen. Okay. Amen. <laughs> All right. Cool. I can't. I can't. That was that was giving Oliver vibes. He was so excited though. I don't know. Hello. You can't end on that. Hello. Oh. Oh. Hey, Chelsea. Hi. How are you? Oh my God. I feel like I'm just calling a friend. All right. Maybe I'm you good. will be a friend of the show. We really need you to save us here, honey. We need a good call. Like you know, okay, the last okay. episode we had someone who was savagely attacked by a dog at a dinner party and sent to the ER. We need something of that caliber. Okay, okay. Hi, Natasha. Hi, how are you? Let's get down to it. I'm great. Um, okay, let's see. I I don't have maybe an animal attack per se. Okay. Um, but I kind of want to hear your thoughts about like, you're both happily, well, I think happily married, I can assume. Yeah, we're married. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do you guys have sex dreams of others? No, thank you. No, no thank, thank you. No, thank you. I mean, I will, I will answer that and say that seems very normal. And yes. Well, yeah, no. I mean, like, it's, it's really fun and, like, exciting, right? <laughs> my husband gets like offended. I'm like, it's my dream. I mean, I wouldn't tell my husband. You're like, ever. honey, guess who I fucked last <laughs> night <laughs> in my dream. <laughs> I, I would feel really bad if if Moshe told me who he had a fuck dream about. Yeah, and it was like someone okay. that you see all the time. Yeah, there's no need. No need. Okay, noted. No, I mean you should um, definitely have them, but I, I I think there's no need to share personally unless you think guess, it's going to turn you on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it's just that I get I wake up like from the dream and I don't even realize maybe I'm speaking about it. Um, I mean, it would be so. fun, right? If he thought it was like fun and whatever to talk about, but if he doesn't, then what's what's the point? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um. Next thing. <laughs> Have she has guys, an agenda. I, I, wrote, I wrote a lot of notes because I know how Chelsea gets. So, <laughs> well, so listen, it's not done. just like I want to say like I was going to say it's not just like a personality quirk, but actually it kind of is impatience and boredom. But on the other hand, it is that like 
the problem is if I just chit chat and people are like nothing saying nothing, people are like, this is boring. So I do it for you. I'm a people pleaser. <laughs> no, no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, I want to say I also doodle a lot of hearts. Wow. A, wow. Isn't yeah. it a it's a yeah. living hell. I can't stop. I now, do, do boxes. Do you do flowers and stars ever? Um, I do do stars sometimes. Do do. <laughs> we gotta fix this. We gotta fix this in the English language. I do do that. It's like there's got to be a way around that in in the English language. It's a in Shakespeare glitch. classes when I was a acting student, they would always say do. Don't say do. Yeah, tour. Liquid you. Do. I always remember you saying that you learned to say tour when you were. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't remember that. You told me that. Recently, my friend told me that I say both with an L in it. Both. And he was like, you should really stop saying that. (laughs) My mom says milk. That's bad. And syrup. Both. And buffet. Like she says buffet, buffet, like a French fancy word. Buffet. How do you say the bunch of flowers? Bouquet. Mm, yeah, I used to say bouquet. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like someone being like, bouquet, girl. <laughs> like a goofy uh, variety show host. And you know what's supposed to be D-Classé, according to Emily Post? I thought it was D-Classé. See, exactly. D-Classé is the word drapes. You're just supposed to say curtains. Mm. Drapes is kind of tacky. Really? Apparently. Now, see, I could get into drawing cubes, I guess. Yeah, that's what I do. But I, it's all hell. <laughs> It's like I need I need a scientist to call in about the science of doodling. Someone said it's good for you to doodle. Oh, I'm sure. Everything. But is. you really give into it. Like I would doodle, but well, especially when no one else is here, I just get like I need I think it's like I'm so fidgety. Like do you find that if you go to a movie, like I have so much trouble sitting still for a whole movie. And also, yes, I do too, and also it's so uncomfortable. There's no yeah. footrest. Like I was in the front row the other night seeing poor things. Mm. And there was no footrest. It was like too small of a seat. It's cold. I'm in my jacket, this, my uncomfortable shoes. Like what is This happening? is actually providing some insight into why streamers have been so successful mm-hmm. because it's like okay, my if dog's can, not there. Right. Like you can watch a movie at home on your couch with all your blankets and shit why would you go put on jeans and sit in a movie theater creaky ass dirty chair where someone's gonna come gun you down it's like you might as well just fucking stay home down i mean chelsea (laughs) chels hey um wait have either of you been to alamo theater alamo draft house yeah I've played there I've once. I performed there. It's kind of echoey. They have like the re- the reclining chairs, so it's really comfortable. Well, it wasn't comfortable for me on stage because someone was shouting to me they wanted a refund or something. Are you kidding? Yeah. I never had good shows there. What's I had that? a bad show there. I only went there one weekend or something, and um, I was like, I guess this is Virginia. Isn't it like in Virginia? It's DC. It's in Arlington. They're all over. Yeah. There's yeah. one in LA. Oh, there is? Really? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know. Downtown but... LA. I live near it. Really? No, you're a figment of our imagination, and that place does not and hasn't ever existed. Well, there's also look right. cinemas where you can like get some mm-hmm. roasted chicken while you eat. But you go look. You're gonna need a better menu for this angle. Okay. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I do just think like the one thing about comedies that I miss because now there's just no comedies in theaters, hardly ever, 
is laughing with a group of people. Mm. I mean, that that kind of that makes up make for the difference. discomfort, right? But it's like, when's the last time you were in a packed theater cracking up at a comedy movie? I remember I saw that Mariah Carey movie, Butterfly. Is that what it was called? Uh, and people were honey? just... Glitter? No. Glitter, yes. Glitter, sorry. <laughs> I Offensive! Remember, a long time ago. And I just remember when she got like... Someone hit her or something, and the whole audience cheered and was like screaming at yeah. her, and it was a, uh, it it was an odd experience. Fun fact is that I actually cried in glitter. Really? Yeah. Her mom was like homeless or something. Right. And I cried. I also cried in Short Circuit too. Interesting. Um, and when I saw Terms of Endearment with my mom, when they started like having sex or getting intimate, she left the theater. And then that I movie was, is so good. You saw that I, in theaters? Yes. What year was that? I was young. I don't know. <laughs> I'm old. Because I've only seen that movie like in recent but years. But I saw it recently and it was like, it made me cry again. It's so good. That's why I rewatched it because I was like, wow, this movie's so good. And also being a mom and seeing their connection. Yeah, it no, was... it is so good. That kind of acting and just the look of that movie and like mm -hmm. the storytelling where it's just so rangy. And, and Jack like... Nicholson is so good and she's so good. And the parenting style in that era where it just feels like the kids are kind of running all around. Yeah. And... It's not so precious as now, like as you're talking about all these specialists, parents telling you how to raise your kid. Like, right. I, I always kind of go back to like, come on, can't there be just a ground level of just common sense to all my decision making? <laughs> you know, does it really have to be so expert driven and so... Um, well, we're all trying to overcorrect whatever was happening to us. Too. Right. That's the problem. Right. Which was just blind raising of children. Mm -hmm. Like, can you imagine you just get a baby? Like, anyone could just make a baby and then you just, no instructions. All right, off you go. It's yeah, crazy. I remember, like, trying to get above water in, an, like, in a in-ground pool, like, just, like, drowning, like, almost drowning. Until, yeah. like, and, like, just trying to, like, get to the top <laughs> to be like, ah! Wait, you there know? was no ladder? No, it was like, or what's those things, the above ground pool, you know? Like, I just remember being oh. in the center of it. Yeah. Like, not being able to swim. Like, yeah. people I just... almost drowned at camp. I went to summer camp and there was this, like, you. it was called Rainbow Pools. And you would jump off this big ass rock. I think it was 30 feet up. Oh. And you'd jump off and that was terrifying. And then, like, the waterfall that, there was a waterfall that would make currents that would fatigue you because you'd swim against the current so you'd get tired faster oh and I remember God. my head going under and just looking at the counselor on the bank and trying to be like hey going under here swimming swimming is getting hard and like I felt like they were just waiting to make sure I was drowning before they helped me it's anyway really challenging so maybe it's good to have experts like don't let your kids swim in a current you know I don't know but they're annoying as fuck and <sighs> I, I basically I don't want to follow anyone who says they have all the answers. The only I people I want to listen to people is is people who who mitigate what they say with like this might not work for you or there's lots of ways to do this or you have to go with your gut. You know, like I, I don't know. I just don't like anyone who spiritually has all the answers <clears throat> or who as a parent has all the answers that makes me question you because I think the ultimate knowledge is to know that you don't have all the knowledge and then I was following this data-driven person and I get her newsletter are these people on Adderall like I don't understand how people can just like 
pump out a newsletter like every single day. Yeah. But I'll read these things and then it it, <laughs> I, it always comes down to. That would be funny though. That actually makes me want to pump out a daily newsletter for my <laughs> podcast. I wonder how many people would sign up. Like I, if I just would just, oh fuck, let me write this daily email and I just like send a crazy ass email every day. Funny. That every would day. be funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little tiny morsel of internet. Like it's mm. like would be instead of Twitter, if I have a thought, I could fire it off to the email list. But the point is every single, I, I've stopped reading them because when I finally get to the end, it's like, Data says sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. It's like it never really gets you anywhere. Well, there is stuff that data, data, is data. Is it data or data? I don't know. But data. I, I remember when I was trying to have a child, like reading that acupuncture actually is statistically helpful for pregnancy outcomes. And you told me that. And I think it helped me yeah. hatch my only egg that I have or my I only Our little, only little babies. I mean, can you imagine if our babies were hit by a car or something like Chelsea? The, I think about this, though. It's like, you know, on a farm back in the day, you'd have 10 kids. One of them gets ran over by the tractor. You're like, well, we still have someone to milk the cow, you know, whatever. I'm just like, it's terrifying to have an only child. I know. Yeah. Well, I just try to always imagine my child, my ch my child's children. But I feel bad because I'm always trying to envision that. And I'm like, she's going to become pregnant at 17. I, I imagine my child's children begging for water in the climate apocalypse. So <laughs> Trying to walk to uh, Northern California. Yeah. The water's risen to the center of, mm -hmm. you know, the coast is gone. And yeah, we're long dead because we're we would have been 105 at that point. Well, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. I have to go eat something. Oh, All right. This is Burbank Podiatry Vision. <laughs> Chelsea. A happy birthday. I love how she um and pronounces your name. Chelsea. Chelsea. It's nice, yeah. It's thoughtful. Mm. Like there's a little thoughtful pause in there. All right, listen, what an ep. I, I definitely wanted to pad it a little bit in case we want to cut anything. I think we've done that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chelsea. Thanks, Chelsea. Um, Natasha, friend of the pod. I think we should do this more often. I had a great time. This yeah. was, I, I have to say, this was funnier than most of the episodes of my podcast. Wow. So this po no, our podcast. No, I actually, I do love your podcast. Thank and you. It is, um, it's oh, you're one of the most requested guests. Well, have me back. I'll would come, love to. I'll fill in for Moshe while he's out of town. Oh, that's a great idea. Okay. I and then we, then we should scared. also co-host Tim Heidecker's podcast, too. Oh, I'm doing it <laughs> next week. Do you want to come with? Yeah. Let's do everything <laughs> together. We become totally codependent at the end of this podcast. Um, yeah, let's do everything together. And it's all podcasts every day. We co-host everyone's podcast. Um, this, though, is fun. Um, I think it's a great pod. Did we figure anything out about life? What's a closing thing we can give people? Um, mm. I guess life is over at 30. Right. Is that what you wanted to <laughs> That's <laughs> where it kind of comes down to. I'm trying to think, was there anything we learned about households in this entire episode? Hmm. Fuck. And Being in a gay relationship? I was going to say that, but then I, I did get the creeping feeling during that call that if we talked in more thoroughness to the other husband that he'd be like, he's the problem. The, the the one we spoke to today, I think might be the dirty one. But what about that guy who was like totally wanting to like have sex with his wife and do whatever she said, no I matter what know. her tone was? I'm not sure what I think about that guy. 
he was talking about my shoulders for hell of long. <laughs> and, you know, I was like, I'm just going to take have this. have nice shoulders. Thanks. I mean, you know, I, I was like, you know, I'm going to like, I literally made a literal choice to just say thank you. <laughs> it's like at this point, I'll take any compliment I can get. Because I feel like my 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 great beauty left the building. I don't think that's true. And I will say my takeaway. <laughs> my from- great beauty is also like such a self-compliment. That's not really. My takeaway from this podcast is your fans are ardent and mm. they adore you and also are completely at your mercy. Like, mercy. Yeah, that's they horrible. would do anything for you and they would subscribe to a daily newsletter, I think. And I you do think that would be fun. You're off on any topic. What do you can you make any money off that newsletter? Also, is anyone going to ever fucking do ads on my podcast? I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> OK, look, I made a new kind of heart. It's more bold. It's got a little more like depth. And if, if I did exercise enrichment program, this could be one of the slides. Well, I think that people would definitely want to advertise on your podcast, but I'm I'm afraid for you to do I can't imagine you. I feel like if Chelsea did an ad for something, it would only be things that she really loved. But there's so many things I love. Coffee, travel, pets. <laughs> what if you're on trial for murder and you look up and you see the judge like. <laughs> You'd be like, uh, your honor. Okay, so the point being, we didn't really learn that much, but we did explore our friendship a little bit. Um, we drew some hearts. We had some fun talk. We had our coffee. Um, you can get Natasha's book. It is called The World Deserves My Children. There's a blurb from Chelsea on the back of it. I blurbed it. I said, ironically, as Natasha hated breastfeeding, this book is mother's milk for mothers. The best pull quote. So um, <laughs> this is the only copy I have right now. It's a little this ripped. tattered book. <laughs> But um, no, come on. We have, you know, honestly, you and Moshe both have books. What a dream. Well, thank you. You and Jordan both have films. That's right. We're all copycats. Seems like you're winning. At the end of the day, we're all, <laughs> no, but I think the novelist lifestyle seems amazing. Mm. You could be anywhere, you know. That is true. Yeah. yeah working less would be nice. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, thanks for all your calls. We certainly do appreciate you here at the show. Go ahead and write a review because the last one that I read was talking about how I cut people off all the time. I need someone to bolster my ego. Every person listening should go right now and write a five-star Sterling review of Chelsea's podcast. (laughs) Is Sterling a word? Sterling review? I don't know. Just came out. Uh, I did go to college for 11 years. You did? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I was... Putting myself through college, it just took a while. It's hard to end this, isn't it? (laughs) We don't quite want to let go because now what do we have to do? Go back to our disgusting homes. I know, but my husband is out of town, so I'm kind of excited. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, guys, we'll talk soon. Thanks. Another banger of an episode. Review, like, tell a friend, listen with your parents. You probably both might like it. Let me know. I, you know, I'll take some constructive criticism. We've downsized the sound effects from Kojak. We said, you know what? Let's just focus on a song, a self-contained song for the most part, because that's, I think, our our wheelhouse. Um, is there too many sound effects? Am I hanging up too fast? They I, all made me laugh. The sound effects? Yeah, and you only hung up on, like, two people. Yeah. All right. Well, great. So thank you for um, – oh, wait. I'll get – let's get um, – Natasha's going to get into her car and head on out.
And here I go. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.